Hello and welcome to the Glorious Bards. Glad to have you with us. We are here with adventure number 10. Uh, we've had a couple weeks off. We got to see the Dungeons & Dragons movie. And if you didn't check it out, we did a review of said Dungeons & Dragons movie. Uh, you can see the video on YouTube, or I think we put it on the podcast, I think. Pretty sure we did. But anyways, I'm glad to have you here. We're excited to pick up where we left off. Uh, Steph is not available to join us tonight, so Fiona is going to be uh, away doing some tinkering maybe in her uh, in-room uh, while the rest of our heroes go adventuring, and hopefully they will not regret not bringing her along. Um, we are going to do a quick introduction of our characters going around the room here uh, with a quick introduction of our fighter, a Goliath by the name of Cole. Say hi, Cole. Ah! Okay, <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> then we have Vessel, our Warforged cleric. I am Vessel. I look after those in my charge, all here, except for one. And we have Aragus Willoughby, our halfling bard. Aragus Willoughby, halfling bard, musician to the stars. And then we have Valimir Almarin Graspell. Almarin. Uh, Valimir Almarin Graspell the, the third. third. Sorry, close. W wizard extraordinary. Yes. Thank you. Nice to have you with us, Valimir. And uh, last Is we it? have... Kaven, uh, another Goliath, brother to Cole, but Kaven is the paladin of the group. I'm Kaven Boulderfall, guardian of Soleen. Excellent. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to uh, get a recap of what happened last time, hopefully, from Jeremy. Not Seth. Okay, I'm going to come over to Seth's seat real quick. Uh, so when we started the last adventure, we were a split party again. Uh, the entire group, sans Cole, was able to defeat the uh, Light Tower. And the shadow creatures that came through, the Shadewalkers, uh, was a big nasty fight. But uh, Valamir was able to take down the, the entire shadow network using the teleport cube that knocked the whole thing out but when that happened cole got sucked in to somewhere else when we started this episode we found out that he was actually in azimir he was in corindel in azimir zapped through from the, the other teleport side he worked with a couple of people who were there uh there was a guy that showed up for him who just referred to himself as old friend wanted to stay unnamed cole named him 12 and gave him some very ominous warnings. Told us about a, a great man of flesh and bone who wanted to end the world. Uh, it was kept going back and forth about particular danger that we were in and that our paths, Coles and the rest of the groups were, pat, were crossed with what could be happening to the entire world of Varen. Uh, so we were supposed to seek out this information of the Starseer, and then they said, get out of here because Cole didn't belong in Azimir, and they were trying to teleport him back. He was given uh, a couple of rings, like a teleport ring, uh, as well as sent to a, a teleport portal. But the closest portal, because the network had been broken down by the work that Valamir did, was all the way over in the Ironlands. So Cole starts teleporting all the way to the Ironlands, and we come back into Almithra, where the rest of the party was 
escorting Verador, who hired them to keep her safe back from the funeral. Well, it was a good thing she did because they were ambushed by assassins, giant ice spiders, really, really crazy flashing blade guys that were coming in and making a whole big stink uh, trying to get her killed. They managed to survive, of course, good heroes that they are. They got her to safety and got her all the way back home to her estate. Where Cole teleports in using the teleport rings that he was handed and promptly dies in the process because of the magical protections that she had inside the house. Um, he was revived and we were able to bring him back and finally the whole group is back together. A little worse for wear, but ready for some rest. Lady Verador, or Verador, she just told them uh, the same thing that Cole had known for a while, that they had a place down at Welcome Hall. And so they went down to Welcome Hall to get their way out. That was where we left off, and that's where we're going to get started from. So with that, let the adventure begin. It is two weeks later since we last saw our, our adventurers. You have been enjoying some downtime. Let me teach the players what downtime means. <laughs> As we have this problems. is so unexpected. I know, we never, ever have it. Uh, we're just going to have a little bit of downtime, and I'm certainly welcome to hear uh, whatever you need to get done during this uh, time frame before something of interest does creep up. But before that... A little bit of bookkeeping we missed out here. At the end of the last session, uh, we had some hero points that were given out. So Cole and Cole and Caven each have an additional hero point um, that they can carry over into this one, which lets them go beyond yeah. the normal maximum of one to two. And we have a birthday boy from last week by the name of Tim. <gasps> and Tim earns himself a hero point twice over two hero points that can also take him beyond so tim is starting with an epic four wow. hero points okay at the end of the what? session though that max will go back down to one so, so i need to use my use shit. them <laughs> use them unwisely <laughs> and happy birthday wow, all right happy birthday. So, get me one of those jeez Kevin goes first wherever it is. <laughs> it is. It's been two weeks. You have been staying at the Welcome Hall, a uh, cozy inn uh, in a nice part of town, or a nice residential, like suburbanish type part of town. And uh, in particular, uh, Welcome Hall. Uh, the uh, portly mother-like figure by the name of Grace has really taken to you folks. You've helped during those two weeks uh, escort uh, a couple of ne'er-do-wells who shouldn't have been there uh, out the door uh, on more than one occasion, and she's been appreciative of it. So she's really taken a liking to you. Uh, a couple of you have also met up with a, uh, a retired old guy by the name of Barris who likes to frequent the Welcome Hall, uh, and he's been passing on... Um, uh, little bits of gossip that he has from time to time in exchange for a few drinks uh, and uh, so that's been going on with that in mind though you were only paid for two weeks by Verador to stay so as you continue on there will be some upkeep that will need to be paid uh, so some coinage might be requested soon we 
join our scene at a moment two weeks from now unless you have something in particular each of you would like to do. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, so I, he skipped it in the recap, but I got to talk about the fact that Lucille is gone. I have a giant morning star who has been with me for at least two years. She's been super reliable, and she was tied to a warg that I left over in the Ironlands before I teleported in. I need a new one. And I know that there's a guy who I met here the first time I came to Welcome Hall mm -hmm. called Orden, mm -hmm. who is a blacksmith who works with some special metals. And uh, after having a very solid conversation with everyone in the group who all voted on it, I got all the gold. <laughs> I can, all three pieces of gold. <laughs> the group I think had. there are 37 that I gave him. Actually. The vessel has a word. <laughs> he voted on it. I remember this. So uh, I want to go to Orden, and I want to get myself a new morning star. Okay. Uh, you may make a persuasion roll. Um, and give yourself advantage as she, as he, Orden, has been being pressured by Grace at the Welcome Hall as he visits there frequently as well. Come on, give him a deal. Make a persuasion roll. If you get a 12 or higher, he'll cut you a little bit of a deal. All right. Come on, Orden. We got a 18. 19. Yes. 19. 19. Uh, instead of 15, he'll only charge you 10 gold. All right. Wow. Everyone else knows that I spent 15 gold. Yes. On the, no, 10 gold. Great. I will use that. You mentioned a warg, Cole. What exactly did you get yourself into, my boy? It does sound quite made up, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a warg <laughs> I tied it to him. So, now I've got two. I mean, one hood. <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh... They're, okay, so when I was teleported out of Azimir the first time, I was sent to the only available port. The one here in Almithra is broken. That's what the lighthouse was connected to. We can't teleport in and out of the city. Oh, strange. So the closest <laughs> one... <laughs> Circus is quite a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps we might look into that at some point. Yeah. Uh, you so, might have caused such a thing as that. Huh? So I had to get sent to the Ironlands. And the teleport that I popped out of was surrounded by orcs immediately. The like they knew I was coming. I had to smash some heads. And then I had to find a new land. I had to follow my senses, use my survival skills. I found my way into another tribe. It looks like there was a whole tent there. They had like 30 guards that were all walking around. And, they, and some of them were on mounts, and I had to take them down, and I stole one of the mounts. And then a huge escape tent with this Valor jump. You should have seen I was going over a big canyon. I had to fly over that. I took the warg, and we raced for... At least a day. Like, we were just going and going and going, trying to get to the cliff sides that I knew were going to take me to Amithra. And it died. Like, I, I, it was so tired, it couldn't make it the rest of the way. So I decided to use my teleport ring, and uh, that's when I got to you guys. And, um... The rings we destroyed. After it died, yes. is that when you tied the Morningstar to it? I didn't want it to, like fall 
away. Like it was, we were going to be on the edge of a cliff somewhere. You, you, you were in the ocean. So <laughs> it's I, lying a sin in <laughs> most God's eyes. <laughs> it's, I mean, the details are murky for me. That was it was very adventurous. These, these orcs that you smashed. Did any of them have a funny-looking sort of feathery thing on their bodies and heads? I mean, a few of them, yes, that I recall. Right. Okay. Cross the islands off the list of places to go. <laughs> um, to the matter of vessel, Aragus would very much have been spending this time singing songs, trying to bander up some uh, street hustle. Oh, um, very nice. Using everything from a bucket to a stage. Uh, to curry favor and listen to gossip and whatnot, as well as uh, take donations for a uh, autonomous friend. Okay. And just in general, Valamir is usually like somewhere around during performances. He just makes himself. He's the plant. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the plant. Well done. Oh, I love yeah. this show. He gets the, the mood going. Yeah. He's one of the guys who's in the the circle. <laughs> Um, can you make uh, two performance rolls? Sure. Uh, your target number is a very simple 10 twice over. 10 and 10. Okay. This represents multiple performances. Okay. Uh, we have a total of 20, I'm sorry, 23. Jeez. And what was the goal number? 10. 10. 10. Oh, that one's unfortunately a 9. So 23 and 9. All right. You have uh, not gained much information you gained what you got 23 yes you were able to gain uh seven silver which is not a lot for all that time but you were also able to get a gift from someone of some valuable tinkerer resources okay which will be of value to our friend fiona when she returns to the fold two of those but i wasn't clear Two tinker resources. Yes, and seven silver. He's like, oh, I want to tip you. Thanks so much. But this is all I can give you. Oh, thanks for coming to my kid's birthday party. Not at all, my boy. Not at all. Brother Cole I enjoyed the first show, but you know that they're not taller than the average halfling, even at that age. The puppet show was a little weird. Star. Take a look at this one. It's not only got extra spikes around the outside, but he gave me an extra long half, so it like holds over my shoulder real, real balanced. I call her Daphne. Daphne. Very excited. Vessel, add seven silver to your... Seven silver, if... thank you. I was hoping for... If you have anything left over from what I gave you, you should I'll consider blessing our brother Vessel. Does he, does he need a weapon? Like he's got a cannon and everything. Like he's, I feel like he's pretty good. He's... Which doesn't work. Oh, yeah. You have a cannon <laughs> mounted to your shoulder yeah, with a tinker who's right. not around to use just it. keep pointing at things with red lights. It's going to work. Roll <laughs> intimidation, and that's uh, all you roll. Deception. Don't charge the cannon over 80% repeatedly. Yeah, I know. Vessel. Yes, Vessel wants to acquire some bracers that will aid us. In our future endeavors. Great. Uh, do, do, do you want me to just give him everything? Well, Cole, as a matter of the vote, you seem to have. <laughs> this is an A and B conversation. <laughs> See yourself out. How do you all know how to spell so well? What's going on? <laughs> Who taught you? <laughs> taught you these things? I would say. Bless him with everything you have and see what comes back in return. 
<laughs> Last time he told me that, the guy was unconscious. All right, Vessel! <laughs> I was told that you need things, so I'm going to give you 27 gold. What? Don't smell okay. it all in one place. I didn't think you guys had that much. I intend to. I mean, it's not as many as seven <laughs> silver, but it's what I've got, so... Wait, yeah, how much did 12. you... You said 27 gold. <laughs> <laughs> how much did he receive? Yeah, keep oh. in mind, coal doesn't count in the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, mean, I got six gold out of yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all I see. <laughs> is this the rare occurrence that it actually is the number? I'm sure, yeah. I, 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 I'm not intending to hold anything back. No. Caven practiced with him over. Yeah. 20, been... Say it. No, 20, 20, 27. I had a really hard time when Orton said it was just 10 gold. And I was like, I wanted a morning star, though. Wanted, Yeah. A more of an afternoon star. I need the morning. <laughs> There's also a moment during your two weeks where Caven and Vessel and Aragus are helping out at a small uh, former tavern, really cramped, that was shut down, reopened and rented, and filled with uh, foodstuffs for the homeless. Just outside the courtyard, the big expensive plaza where the Church of Selene is, there's an alleyway and then there's this tavern that was money donated by Caven after the ceremony. A large sum of money donated on his behalf. On 200 gold. Yes. Um, so you guys have been helping out and delivering uh, food there. And um, there's a couple young adepts that help run the place uh, twice per day that l let people in and give them food. And it is absolutely appreciated. It's called Meals on Round Stones. <laughs> Can we... It's rations on wagons. Yeah, it's rations on wagons. <laughs> it's close enough. Can we turn this uh, into a for-profit operation? <laughs> <laughs> of that 200, we need about 50 to seal the deal. Uh, Valamir, did you have Keep something? Keep the meat fresh, if you know what I, I did. mean. I <laughs> did. Um, so Valamir is, look in the two weeks, looking to make some sort of connection contact with somebody who may have scrolls, magical scrolls, um, uh, you know, kind of at attempting to widen his spell book or at least, you know, make contact with somebody who may be able to, with the right motivation, help him. You have been able to do so. Um, double checking here. Oh, you... It's seen the prices though get crazy high. Crazy. If high. only we knew the creator of this world and we could slightly deal with him. <laughs> I know, right? Um yes. <laughs> you have found a couple of scrolls that the graduate students at the Lumine Academy pass. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the only scrolls that are available they are um second level there are two of them and oh. they are 100 gold even oh, each wow holy wow and if any one of you wanted Pass. them they would All be right. consumables but he can transfer them in actually i don't think you guys could cast them so yeah. what, are, what are those spells that is a great question it's 25 gold to fireball decipher what they are <laughs> <laughs> It is. Do you get fireball level two? I hope you do. No. Yeah. It's a three. Level two, no. It's a level three spell. 
So level five or whatever. Uh, finding it. Let's hope your material costs are much cheaper than needed. Cheaper than yours. <laughs> How much gold you got now, vessel? Uh, vessel has is shy by a fair amount. Uh, he has forty-four gold of the Didn't requisite fifty. Oh, oh so that's six. He's short by six. It's not that much. I, I said buy a little. I have twelve and a half gold. You can have six on one. What? What? I have twelve gold according to my character sheet. Aragus just gave you six you can gold. Have six. You can't just casually min see Vessel has to hug at that point for, for <laughs> sums over once. <laughs> it is the Eric just sings like Michael Jackson now. Why can oh, I not find that's this? crazy? <laughs> it is Six and a half uh, gold, the uh, flaming sphere. Get you your heels, my friend. Uh, and I can heat metal, so in her absence, I can kind of help you create those with a uh, blacksmith or something if you want. Go to a forge or I imagine whatever. the cost of whatever creation is involved okay. with that. So I'm... If it helps to slim the deal, I can heat the metal for you. The problem is I have to choose one person to attune them to. So, And uh, do you have Misty Step? I do. Okay, I thought you did. So if that's the case, then we'll default to knock then. Knock okay. is the other one. Perfect. Um, I can't buy either of those at the moment, but I will make note of those. Uh, I also have damaged rings of teleportation, and I'm trying to... Uh, would they either reduce Vessel's cost of materials if he were if he had that the the damaged rings of teleportation? And where did those come from? You? So those are yeah. the ones that were handed to Cole. Uh, the, the the special friend that he found, uh, who called himself the, the old friend, friend, provided him this hand of rings that if you take the dial, think of someone's name, right, and run a circle, and then it can cast. But that'd be big warning and label on it. Destroy it once used because it can be traced, and we're being watched by someone. So the more we use it, reads the terms we could conditions. be found where we were at. So. <laughs> Like, dying words that Cole had when he ended at Verador was destroy that. Break it, which is why they are now broken. And they have destroyed. Okay. Yeah. Um, those would be smeltable uh, things of value, so you could sell them in that way. Okay. For oh, how much? I'm, Under I'm, gold? I'm <laughs> terribly sorry. I, I misread the uh, component cost. It is... I didn't misread it. It's I 50 each. It. It's 50 each. Uh, I'm so getting I can buy one, one ring... Okay. Yeah, I'm getting you one. Presently. Uh, it is a total of four gold worth of value. Okay. And there's... Is, is there any other intrinsic magical value to it that Valamir would be interested in? Okay. It's but it's repairable, if I recall. Is it? It is not repairable. Okay. Well, probably only by Hazemir. Hazemirians. Yeah. Which we might as well... Do, I mean, to repair it costs as much as to get a new one. So. Yeah, no doubt. Right? You <laughs> just, just trade them in at that point. Um... <laughs> Okay, I will then have them smelted down. Uh, done. At uh, making a note. Okay. Also during this time, at a table at the welcome hall, we have 
Valamir, Cole, and Aragus <clears throat> gathered around the table. There is a fourth person there, and it is a, a new friend who goes by the name of new friend of Barris. He's an older fellow. He was a successful merchant back in his day. Um, he's used up most of his savings and now just gets uh, lightly drunk from time to time. Uh, he's enjoyed hanging out with you guys and hearing your stories. And he is sitting around and says, uh, hey, so how about instead of just talking all the time, we, uh, we do a little bit of gambling. You guys got some coin? I've got a little bit. I've got three silver. I'm willing to gamble. What kind of game you got in mind? It's no. Uh, no. Knifey dicey. Let a man speak. Vessel saunters up 50 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Let it ride. <laughs> he said, it's uh, it's uh, the, 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 the classic king's dice. And he gets out some old dice and tosses them on the table. We won't be having any of that tonight. Oh, all right. Wow, stick in the mud here. Yeah. I got three silver to put on that. All right. Three of your own silver. Come on, you can be part of this. I don't want to be part of this. Sing a song. Make some silver. It's good. Get, roll some dice. Make some more. It's easy. I've been singing songs for weeks. All right. Then you can get us more drinks. Let's roll. Let's roll. And Let's roll. Make <laughs> 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 All right, so we have Valamir, Cole, and Barris are going to gamble. Uh, three silver is dropped in there, so the pot is nine. What you're going to do is you're going to roll five six-sided dice, see if you can come up with close to five five of those dice. You're going to roll, and you're going to get three different rolls. We'll do them together, though, in unison. Your goal is to get the highest number possible with all five dice. However, if you get three ones, you automatically win the game. And if multiple people win, then the remaining dice determine the final winner. Oh. So if you can go low or you can go high, depending on how things work out. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Good. So we're all going to, as once, going to roll first. There's nine silver for folks. Uh, I've got a single one and a four is my highest. I got a one and a six. Okay. One and six. I'm going to keep my four, and that's it. Got three threes. How many times do we roll? Three, three times. times. Rerolling. Woo! I got two ones out of that. I'm going to go that direction. I got another six. I got a five. I got one one. I got two fives and a two. One. So I have a six and two fives right okay. now. Okay, you're looking great if I don't roll another one. Yeah. Keeping my fives here. Okay, last roll. Nope. Hoo I got 10, 12, 14 total only. 21. Oh! 1225. Okay, Cole comes away with nine silver. How did you get 25? It's six, six, four, four, five. Bitch. That's 10, 10, and a five. That's 25. <laughs> Barkeep, yes, another round of ales for the table over there on Cole the big map. getting mat. really good at math. <laughs> yeah, yeah all of a sudden. <laughs> all of a, when there's money involved. He becomes a savant. You see him cheering. Isn't he great? <laughs> Barris says, uh, so have you heard? about the wizard slayer that's been killing around the kingdom. That does not sound the wizard good. Yeah, you need to watch I out do. for that. I do! Been killing uh, everyone with magics. All throughout Calavier. What? Oh, you heard uh, this... 
It's all the talk amongst uh, non-wizardly folks. I figured you guys would be on top of it, you wizards up in your little ivory towers. Oh, I am... I have no ivory tower at present, unfortunately. It's in the shop. <laughs> My prescription... I'm between towers at the moment. <laughs> prescription <laughs> renews next month for halls and inns. Well, I'd keep, uh, keep an eye out uh, on your back and watch out for any trouble, man. Someone's no. coming to kill every wizard. What uh, Do they have a reason why that might be occurring? Why somebody might want to kill poor, innocent users of lovely magic? He looks confused and then just points at you. <laughs> Wizards! I mean, come on. It's a bit insulting, isn't it, Barris? Yes. I mean, look, Barris, I've been with this guy for a while now. It's kind of hard to kill a wizard. If a guy's going out there saying they're doing it, then they got to be really, really good at it. Or really shifty. But haven't you sometimes just wanted to crack him over the head every now and again? Sometimes. Just now I want to do it. See? <laughs> so watch yourself. Mm. And also heard something of interest just to keep an eye out for your own selves i think there's going to be more danger in town uh there's a little drug that's been going around on a shipment that came in called quills and i think i know of more than a few little gangs of thieves around the city they keep mostly to themselves as best they can but there are some thieves guilds here and i think there's going to be some uh some some dangerous Dangerous uh, transactions happening out in the streets to see who can come out on top over the next couple of days. What kind of drugs are these? It's a drug. It makes you feel good. It makes some people not feel so good and get sick real fast. It's not anything I'm interested in. It's not. I, I think it's expensive stuff uh, for the rich folks. But, but no know. kids, right? No, I don't think so. Just saying. If anyone starts doing drugs with kids, they have to answer to me. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, all right, who, uh, who's up for I've got two more silver? And he grabs his dice. Oh, I've got plenty of silver now. Right. I'm still in. Six silver. To see who can win. Aragus! First roll. Aragus, we're rolling again! Aragus, you want to join in? <laughs> he's ignoring everyone. Who's the ship brigade now? He's, he's working on a new song. Oh, I got a uh, one. Triple fives! I'm wow. going for the ones. Two ones, two sixes, and a five. Where are you going? I'm going for the ones. Okay, second roll. Oh, I got a six and fours, no other ones. Five, 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 six! <laughs> two fives and a three. I can do I'm this. going for the ones again. Come on, I can do this. Motherfucker. 10, 15, tw 10, 21, 22, 23 total. A six, a three, a one, a one, and a one. No! Oh! You can't stop this. That's six more, or four more silver. Boulder figure. rolling downhill. Nice. <laughs> nice job. <laughs> How long you had that loaded up, ready to go? I, 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 I don't like to talk about it. Boulder falling. <laughs> Ferris says, uh, all right, now, you bled me dry here. Maybe you can send some more my way. 
if you're willing to make a trade. I've been trying to make some use out of something. And I can't. I don't think I can. And maybe maybe we can make a deal. What do you think? What do you need, Barris? What's going on? He reaches in and pulls out a piece of paper that's wrapped up with a cord around it and puts it on the table and says, Eight gold. Eight gold? Eight gold. Is Valamir recognized what the paper may be? Nope. Aragus is there, though. Once he hears eight gold, he comes over. He wants to see that failure of a dice roll. <laughs> Instead of dice, you see there's a piece of paper, and he says, eight gold for this treasure map. About six. Come on, it's Barris. What kind of treasure? Barris, if this was such a good map, why aren't you getting it yourself? I can't get past the first part. I'm old. And there's people with knives. I don't do well with knives. I'm more of a sit in the cozy chair and try and swindle coins out of dice <laughs> that aren't quite rolling for me. All right. But there's a fortune in this treasure map. What's the catch? A gold. I'm come on, Varys. If you're having to fight people with knives at the first part, what's the rest of it do? Who's Whose gold is, is are we taking? Where's the treasure belong to? Ah, all right. This is between you and me. All right. And Valamir and Ergus. <laughs> but definitely not the and others. And that guy over there. <laughs> There's a friend of mine named Nettie. And he was... Nettie Pot? <laughs> <laughs> Nettie Pot of gold. He blows. <laughs> His name is Nettie. He, uh, he's, a, he's a man who makes things. He's a constructor. And he made a secret area for the old Thieves Guild that used to be uh, here in the city. But they got, uh, they got taken down about a year ago. Some say by the, by the guard. But uh, it was quite violent with a fire and people unable to escape. Got burned alive. The lot of them. Including my man Nettie gone i heard he was working with them creating creating things for them making uh making their hideout a little more secure well his stuff was recently put up and sold uh some crap of his from his old place apparently it was paid for a flat that he had i went ahead and paid a little bit of money and found this and it's worth more far more than i paid for and it's a map that seems to point to beneath where that old thieves guild used to be. Well, and he's got instructions on there. Seems like if we have to tangle with the thieves guild, it may not be worth uh, that eight gold after all. Men with knives sounds an awful lot like thieving guilds. And I don't, I'm not sure wizards want to really cross them at the moment. Where's Vessel during all of this? <laughs> You were not there. I'm not there. He says, "All right, I'll um, I'll keep shopping around then. Why don't you take this with you? Go get us another round and give us a moment to consider the offer." All right. He picks it up, walks away. Wait, why did I agree to another round? <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the big guy. 
now cold. I only objected to the gambling because I simply don't trust this man yet. And anyone willing to stake all of his gambling, all of his money on a simple wager is one thing. The man isn't willing to even consider going to this thieves guild. That bears quite unwell for my trust in him. However, you did just win a fair amount. Let's say this. We take the map and offer instead of the eight gold now, two or three gold. Your choice, your number. And out of the treasure we may or may not find, he takes the rest. Should we meet again? And considering the nice uh, establishment we find ourselves in, I think we will find ourselves in his company again. And when you say take the map, exactly, what do you mean there? We trade the map, not for the eight gold, but for two gold. And the rest comes out of what we do find. If you can talk him out of it for that, uh, I would... It's be... your money, big man. I think we can do this. Nanny! He uh, comes Paris, over. Paris, 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 Nettie is Paris, dead, Paris, friend. You don't know me. Dead. Nettie comes. No, 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 the dead one. Barris returns with some drinks that I told you to keep the name quiet. Sorry. Uh, I have a great idea. <laughs> you don't know me. Drinking. Here's what we're going to do. I got five dice in front of me. That says that I can pay you for the map. You roll me oh. for the dice. Oh. If you win, uh -huh. I'm going to give you five gold right now. And then I'm going to come back and double that again with what we get from the map. If you lose, you're going to give me the map. And we're going to give you the eight gold when we come back. I got a better deal. Okay. You win. <laughs> you pay me eight gold. And you get the map. And you still walk away with a fortune. Assuming you live. Yeah. If I win, you take the map. 100% all yours. And I get half of everything you find. But you're not coming. I trust, I trust some of your group. All right, all right. Half of everything I find. If you win. If I win. Make sure he's the last one in the room when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, on this deal, we are paying a minimum of eight gold, which we could have had we just paid the eight gold. He didn't look at me once when he made that deal. And not rolled any dice. We could just pay the eight gold, and that would be it. No more, no less. Roll! <laughs> His savantism comes and goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, middling roll. Oh, no, I got a, I got a, a five. I got a five two. All I'm right. gonna keep it. Second roll. There we go. Six five five. Keeping those three. Got a six of five and two ones. Where going for the ones? Oh no! All right, I'm going high. You're going low. In the tray. Did you get your ones? Maybe. <laughs> I got. Can you hero point for? Our... You can hero point, yes. 
Oh. All, all the dice you want for a hero point. Oh. You know I, what? I've got I, one. And, and I, I, I will let you know, I have a six, six, five, five, three. It's a pretty good roll. I got a six and two ones with a three and a two. So I'm going to use this hero point right here. Leave those two ones out. Inspiration for around. an extra D six. <laughs> that would be interesting. That's a be cheating against you. <laughs> here it goes. Four, four, one. Oh. Woo! He goes. All right. The deal's a deal. Eight gold. Oh crap! All right. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this involve the guy who's terrible with numbers? Actually, he already gave all his gold to Vessel. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to owe you <laughs> eight gold. Valmir, we, we had a deal. Valmir hands the eight gold uh, over. Uh, I knew I could And trust takes you. the map. And I hope, I hope, I hope the, the assassin kills you last. <laughs> and he hands you the treasure That's map. That's the very greeting for Mm-hmm. You unravel the map, or you keep it safe and secret? I tuck it away for now. All right. I'm not going to look at it right now. Um, meanwhile, at the Caven's Food Bank Tavern, Caven <laughs> is uh, there with a vessel. I smell money. Donation suggested. <laughs> The two of you are coming back. <laughs> that's so oh, that's awful. The two of you are coming back from the uh, Church of Soline. You have some uh, crates in your arms. You're bringing uh, some food that has been prepped in the uh, Soline kitchens. You take it across the plaza to the food bank. As you approach, you hear uh, some commotion coming, and it's a backdoor tavern in an alley. The door. Uh, is comes flying open and a homeless guy comes tumbling out and tumbling into some garbage in the back of the alley. Oh! And then you see some guy uh, you've never seen before, slightly muscular guy uh, with a dagger at his side, reach over, close the door, glare at you, and slam the door closed. And this was the back door to which establishment? It's the front door. It's your only door to the tavern that's your food bank. Okay. Um, Caven opens the door back up and walks in. You open the door back up. You see there is a trio of fellows here that have tossed out the only guy who was uh, who showed up early to eat. There is an adept uh, who is here uh, from the church who is cowering in a corner with uh, some food and stuff being tossed at him by one of the guys. Ah, oh, shut up, shut up, stay there, uh, threatening him. And there is a third guy, a bigger guy, who is uh, turning the place over, uh, turning over all the crates, the stools, and uh, just trying to look for stuff of value. Um, Caven sets down his crates and immediately... Um... Vessel's in behind him, but he's still holding the crates. Okay. What is the meaning of this? Stop what you're doing now. We will feed you and you can go. The guy closest to you who closed the door turns around surprised and he whips out his long dagger and says, get the hell out of here. No, it is for me to ask you to leave. He 
Chihuahua? What would you be wearing or that might affect his response in any way? I mean, I have chain, a chainmail shirt. That's that's something. Um, I have my, my cape <laughs> as a guardian of Selene. Okay, that's something. And a glowing holy radiance of a palette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, my belt, my uh, hand axe, my... I don't. I guess I don't have my shield necessarily on me since I'm on groceries. Okay. But you're carrying it, the groceries in your shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. My my warhammer is probably in the back in the okay. kitchen. So. All right. And then there's a warforged cleric behind. Holding some celery. <laughs> one celery stalk. One celery. That one <laughs> stalk. He's just holding it. <laughs> Um, sh make a intimidation roll with advantage. Okay. Intimidation. Yeah, you got like 800 hero points. It's a bad right. roll. <laughs> I rolled a two and a three. Oh. Well, you are carrying groceries. You can so, re-roll both. Okay. Oh my god. You have more hero points. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's a three and a six. Oh, oh. Wow. All right. So, yeah, that guy has his long Can dagger drawn. You cannot keep rolling. Plus two is eight. Okay, total of eight. And as SG Pren says in our Twitch chat, is that what they're calling it these days? His long dagger. <laughs> it's crooked to the left. Um he gets real close and says, "Look, I don't, I don't know who you are, but you don't look like a city guard to me. Get your ass out of here. It's uh, your last warning." Uh, has this area been consecrated in any way? Nope. Nope. Okay. I am a guardian, Celine, and I shove his dagger out of my way, and he spits in your face. I don't care who you are. <laughs> and before he strikes, his buddy strikes first. Oh, and with a total of 20, hits you with half a loaf of old bread. Okay. Right upside the <laughs> cheek. Descending into madness. Um, so with one arm now around Daggerman's throat, Caven just turns to face Breadman. All right. The guy you grab by the throat says, like, ah, let me go, and is going to stab at you with disadvantage uh, and he, misses. Does he have the reach? <laughs> He's stabbing at your arm, then. It's a long day. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how long the dagger is. <laughs> it's how you stab with yeah. it. My spiritual cervix. <laughs> <laughs> Serrated for your pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. He stabs at your arm uh, several times, but cannot pierce through the uh, chain uh, chain protection you have on there. Um, the guy who threw the bread uh, uh, looks real pissed off. He draws a short sword and then... Uh, says, oh, you you really messed up now, and snaps his fingers to get the attention of a not uh, good hearing large thug who turns around and says, now you got to deal with 
<laughs> Hold on, Beatrice. <laughs> Give me a second. Bread man. <laughs> I have it listed here. It's meatloaf. <laughs> they call me flour. He says, now you got to deal with the goat. Oh, no. Valamir <laughs> <laughs> so from like a half a block away. Well, this is definitely non-lethal combat. I'm gonna... <laughs> First name Vessel just Vessel turns to a cave and just goes. Did he say the goat? <laughs> and the large guy says with a piece of beeped in his mouth, "Mom, the goat," <laughs> and starts stomping over towards you. Um, I will throw when he's close enough. I will throw. Stabby man at the goat. Oh, okay, make a ranged attack roll, please. Vessel is okay. still holding groceries. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything. <laughs> Come back. Oh, that's you gotta, gotta hold on to that celery. I gotta man. hold. <laughs> it's a, it's, what do I add to like just a your range proficiency attack. plus your dex modifier? Okay, so. Minus produce. That's an 11. A total of 11. You throw the guy, but it does not collide with anyone, and he hits the floor and is picking himself back up again. Okay. Uh, so he has his dagger out beside him to his right, his buddy with his short sword, and to his left is the goat, who reaches down and picks up a three-foot-long hard salami. Okay. That's an expensive piece of meat. <laughs> Hold on to and, it and slaps it in his hand menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting shorter each time because each time passes its mouth. <laughs> Is it getting cold in here? <laughs> you just wait till, this thing, wait till this thing thaws, man. <laughs> SG Brent again says, anyone who's just turning in is like, he's throwing what at a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're closing in. They're going to engage you in combat. That's fine. Okay, well, you seem to be all fine with that. They're attacking first. Uh, that is dagger. That is sword. Oh, Salami got the highest roll. Any uh, meat. <laughs> really, all the prepackaged meats are the higher damage weapons. Uh, all right, without your Solid shield. preservatives. Uh, I, got, I got a 13, a 16, and a total of 20. Without my shield, because my shield provides two, right? Correct. So, yeah. uh, so I would be 16, so two of those hit. Two of those hits. All right. Um, the, what, what is the damage of a wayward salami? The <laughs> short sword hits you for seven points of damage. You got max Ouch. hits. The salami also got max, but the big strength came to a total of five. What? Yeah. A club, I did one to two, and then he has plus three strength bonus. Five points from a salami? Prepare to perish <laughs> from a piece of pork. Can we keep track of quotes of the night? Because that's a good one. I, that out of context. In context. <laughs> I mean. Even has been bludgeoned down to 15 lives. What an ignoble way to die. Do, do, do I really need to spend Sabine's healing energy for... Uh, you two may go in whatever way you would like. Caven uh, will go after this guy with the sword Is first, it I guess. your desire to wound them? 
Vessel is Vessel is looking to you for authority. Down his nose, looking at you all the way down his <laughs> nose. Um, yeah, K- Kaven wants to wound them, not kill them, but he does want to. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's SG for the gun. Five <laughs> points of smoked and cured damage. <laughs> Chat's on fire. <laughs> Do you have resistance to smoke and cured? <laughs> We'll talk later. It's only the summer sausages. <laughs> Ranged Vienna. <laughs> How are you get poultry? I have to ask. All right. Uh, so what are you guys doing? Taven uh, is going after Short Sword Man with okay. his uh, hand axe. Someone is eating a case of groceries. Okay. So Vessel is just Blah. just closing in and smashing it with yep. him. All right. That's an extra 20 go. with a hand axe. There you go. Uh, before you go, Vessel, Jesus. describe a brutal attack in what, however you would like there. Um, so yeah, he gets stabbed by the sword and then whacked by Salami, and then he just he pulls out his hand axe and just does a big wide swing and and chops the guy in the neck. I'm thinking. Yeah. Which guy? The short sword guy. Oh, okay. Um. And you cut the perfect slice. And whacked by a salami <laughs> is our and what we're doing thin, is our nice episode thin. title. We're doing normal roll plus one max die. Yes. For uh, critical. Jesus. Oh come on. So that's uh, eleven. Eleven points of damage. He drops to the ground, gurgling, and dies within thirty seconds from then. <laughs> you immediately turn the vessel. Didn't try that. that wasn't <laughs> I did um, wound him. <laughs> this this is this is uh, this is a, a, a pseudo sanctuary. So Vessel cannot let this guy die. So he's going to forego his attack action. Okay. Uh, and focus on bringing uh, just some life back to the guy who got mortally wounded. All right. And you're casting a spell to make that. Yes. Out? But Caven has to say, "Just kidding! Just kidding! Just kidding!" <laughs> it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> Look what you made me do! <laughs> Are you doing some uh, magic to stabilize him? <laughs> it is a new round, and... Yeah, I can just stabilize with a cantrip, so I can, I okay. can do that. Yeah. Um, and he starts breathing, but is unconscious on the ground. The leader, with his long knife, uh, sees his friend, quote-unquote, die and panics and is going to try and run past you if you allow it, cave in and go out that door. I'll take I'll take an opportunity attack. Okay. Ugh. He pushes past you, you you get pushed back, but you come right back with your axe. Uh, it's a nine. Nine, and you swing and miss. I pat him on the butt <laughs> with, the, with the side of the axe. But you, there's one left. There's one left, and there is a large human with a salami, slightly crooked salami in his hand, who looks down and is sad at his friend, bleeding all over the place. Ooh. Take your friend, go get him some help, and never come back here again. Make an intimidation roll. Okay. Ten is all you need. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm going to use another hero point. <laughs> Salami attack coming in! <laughs> My rolls are... Are you oh, down to one? Salami Sam coming and in. And unfortunately, I give you control again as he rolls a natural one. <laughs> what? Not with the salami. <laughs> just reverse it. Just catch it and hit him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just catch the salami in my hand. And just like I taught you. <laughs> but it's it's very Matrix Axe. <laughs> you cure like they do. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I just catch the salami in my in, this, in my hands, uh, rest it out of his, and tell him again, take your friend, find him medical attention, and don't come back. He looks dejected. The f- energy to fight is gone. Grabs his friend's ankle and drags him out, <laughs> leaving a trail of blood bl- behind. Does oh, he... and there's a there's a stoop that's pretty high yeah, too. Uh, oh. Oh. Does he sheath the salami at all? Sausage <laughs> <you> later. <laughs> uh, and the uh, uh, add up there gets up and says, "Thanks, thank you so much. You killed him." No. <laughs> He's on that so He happens to be alive. That's the only thing. Sometimes our plans go different directions than we intend. I only meant to harm, intimidate, dissuade him from returning. Well, I'm glad you're on our side. I'll start to cleaning. Now, who are you? <laughs> uh, all right. You have gained one uh, salami, if you'd like to add that to your equipment list. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. I'll Partially. Sheath salami? I sheath it. It is, it is both rations and weapon based on how many uses. Slightly bruised. Can't donate a bloody salami to a food bank, can you? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a <laughs> Um, more time has passed and we have, uh, two of our, I'm sorry, three of our friends, Valamir, Cole, and Aragus are at the Luminae Academy. You are outside in the courtyard where you, uh, have been paid a nominal fee of... Typical one gold. You, I'll take it. Uh, just for the wizard, though, Valamir. I won't take it, I guess. <laughs> I would split that. Okay. Three, three, and maybe four yeah. for you, yeah. silver-wise. Yep. And Associate Professor Galicieras is there. Gathered around him are six of their uh, uh, graduate students gathered around. Oh, uh, yes, I can do a lesson for you. I do not mind. And Galicera says, yes, um, we're all uh, uh, gathered here, and I've set up everything according to your exact uh, specifications, Valamir. Lovely. Uh, and as we have <laughs> said, um, Valamir is a, a local wizard of, uh, what would you say is your specialty, Valamir? It's not the art of the deal, I'll tell you that much. Ergus shouts. Ooh. Um... <laughs> My specialty is in wizardry, thank you. All manner of wizardry. I am a wizard extraordinaire. Two of the students raise eyebrows that they've been lied to by guest speakers here at the the (laughs) the school before. Amir gives them a look back. Galicera says, well, this outdoor... Uh, master class uh, being given by Valamir. He will demonstrate in uh, in the best way that he can with him and his associates uh, both the power and dangers of fire magic. Uh, we have uh, the various equipment and dummies set up as you requested. Uh, what is the first lesson you would like them to see? Um, do uh, any of you students know how to create a magical shield. Uh, one of them says, yes, I do. Excellent. He casts it immediately. 
Does it look like it'll hold up to fire? It's done. It was a reaction only. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it happens to a lot of new students. It's fine. It's fine. We Just understand. Just give me a long refactory rest and I'll be ready again. <laughs> well, that is fine. Uh, no matter. I will just show it on these dummies here. And I look at the students. <laughs> just kidding. And, <laughs> and, um, and whatever you want is here in this grassy courtyard area, whatever you need. And you also have Cole and Aragus here to assist you in your demonstration of both power and dangers of fire magic for these graduate students to be aware of. Yeah. So <laughs> what is going to happen? What is, is going to happen? Is Valamir is going to cast magic missile. However, it will be with fire damage because he is a scholar and he can change the damage type okay. uh, with one of his other spells. And I believe I get three arrows. Yeah. Three, three darts. So two are going to go exactly on target. And the third one's going to go straight towards... Um, let's say one of the students, but then it's because, uh, but it's going to hit like just like right beside them. Okay. Um, as part of the the danger. All right. They launch out, and where what are the targets? What are they hitting? Um, they're straw dummy type things, which then they emulate, of course, and right. catch on fire. <clears throat> Great, there's a big boom of fire from these things. You hit, 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 and the students duck as the third errant one uh, lands nearby. And that is a good lesson there, that one must always uh, account for any wildness in the magic, as there are times, especially in these times here, where sometimes our magic may be indeed affected, uh, just as in this teleportation magic business recently, so... Always be aware of those danger students. And Valamir, uh, what would you say is your greatest use of fire magic to date? Well, there was a time when I set a boat on fire. Five hours later. <laughs> Adventure! Uh, um, have you seen the arches? <laughs> yeah. Um... So, uh, in a, one of my first encounters with some of my uh, companions, we were whipping through the forest, one might say. Yeah. And uh, came upon a boat with some booty that we needed to acquire, and casting some fire spells down upon the boat, I pretty much single-handedly destroyed it and acquired the... Uh, the chest that we uh, and indeed needed for the Illuminae Academy here. <laughs> uh, students start interrupting you slightly and just going, asking questions. Uh, how do you know when you've built up enough men? And what happens if there's a lot of wind? And I don't understand if, if it's water I can focus on, but I can't get, hey, that looked like magic missile just hitting you with lots of different questions mm -hmm. as they go. Uh, the Professor Galicera says, all right. <laughs> and some of the questions are answered. It goes on and on with your endless lecture. And then he says, well, uh, I know you brought your two associates here for a, some sort of grand finale, uh, pointing to Aragus and Cole. Um, let's uh, see what this is as we wrap up this powers and dangers of fire magic. Proceed. Are you all ready? Yes. Excellent. He still knows deep writing his next <laughs> spell. 
Rhyme um, Orange. Okay. Um, and Valamir will cast Scorching Ray. Um, uh-huh. Is that a level two? It is a level so two. So where is everyone at? Where are the students at? Anything going on? This is a big spell. Is 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 vessel and anywhere ha- near? No, nope. we do a fastball invo- special, and it involves yeah. Aragus and Cole somehow. Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, just a quick recap: uh, uh, Aragus has twenty-one hit points. <laughs> I mean, Cole should be fine at thirty-six. Yeah, absolutely, uh, there's no permanent damage there. Yeah, students are ten, I guess. Um. Yeah, I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at two of my friends. Aragus jumps into Cole's hand. <laughs> Here we go! So Cole, you are holding Aragus the halfling he bard. He has like a, it's like a little a, a tiny little space in between us, but it's like a maglock yep. on Cole. It's my uh, blade ward shield just kind of giving me a little bit of a buffer so I can actually additionally be launched further. So I, I, if I get hit with something it's my rump. We're already on track. My shielded rump, not my... All right. The students back away. How far away are they from you, your uh, your associates? Um, Let's just say 90 feet. 90 feet. So a ways. And facing towards Valamir with my back to the wall of what I'm guessing is a two-story building. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, students, gather round, gather round, and let me show all, you exactly no. what we're doing right here. <laughs> and uh, Valamir, you know, goes through a lot of um, somatic gestures and really, like, just hams it up. It takes a while. It's almost like a ritual spell at this point. And then throws his hands out and Scorching Ray. That's through. a signal! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't say pull or anything. <laughs> Cole, and then three. Cole matches the gesture, doing his hands the same way, throwing Aragus in the air. Feather fall! And Aragus just goes up and then slowly starts to come down to make it a little easier for you. <laughs> yeah, and I'll cast... Uh, I'm not actually trying to hit or injure him, just like... like this is the dazzling ray. Yeah, of the basically, rays. like above, like basically in the triangle around him. Well, what's Col- the what's close, the range of your spell? Under twenty feet. You should have them at one hundred and twenty-one. <laughs> so it looks like you're blasting them <laughs> now. Anyway. Not a bad idea, but too late. He hasn't tried my acting <laughs> <laughs> skills yet, so I'm not going to. Why start now? All right, attack rolls. Yes. All right. Oh, uh, it's gonna be eight. Uh. 12 and 14. Yeah, one of those hits. All right, you blast Aragus floating down for how much damage? Ah, With a light 11 points of damage. (laughs) How much? 11. 11. So he's got the blade ward on, but if he is anywhere near five feet above Cole's head, uh, I will do my counter reaction, which looks like a bicycle kick. Think uh, Guile from Street Fighter 2, right? Jumping up and doing the sonic boom kick. And instead, I'm going to be intercepting the scorching ray with my uh, stone skin because I I have the interception as a reaction. Okay. And I will be taking away, oh, that's the wrong die, a D10 plus 2 of damage, reducing it to 
10, I'm reducing it by 10 points of damage. Oh, tiny singe on the halfling. And as you see here, even though I am a wizard and these are mere, uh, a mere warrior over there, you must always still be cautious because even this warrior is able to deflect some of my magic. And, and, and it is a special ability of uh, his Goliathness, as stated in Bulger's Tome of Giants and other oversized bipedal beasts. Uh, they have these... Bipedal <laughs> beasts. <laughs> Working title. I still have some things to say about that one. And don't forget the dismount in Eric's lands on Cole's head. <laughs> Uh, there's some applause from the students. Woo! And they are impressed. And Galaciera says, uh, well, that was very, very informative. Well done. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you. It looked quite dangerous. Uh, and if you were to we go are trained before... professionals. Do not try this at the Illuminae Academy. One last question. If you were to go before Celine, what would be the words you'd like to have her say to you? Professor, uh, that, that was a task accomplished, if you know what I mean. Yes, well done. Uh, Valamir, and he pulls you over to the side. Yes, 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 dear. What the hell are you doing, you real magic? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to hit. You're supposed to hit. It's illusion. <laughs> he says, look, um, I've uh, uh, been speaking to uh, uh, some of the other instructors uh, and the alchemist at the school. Oh, and you want me to join the academy? I'm sorry, I cannot. I, I am far too busy to become an instructor here. I apologize. <laughs> no, huh. no. What? No. Why is that funny? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> as you are out and about with your other associates, uh, we uh, could use uh, some uh, occasional uh, specimens from time to time from any unusual fauna you might come across. Hmm. Uh, and we would be willing to uh, pay a nominal fee. So uh, if in your adventures you come across such things, please uh, consider us uh, uh, delivering for uh, what we can use to teach and create here at the Academy. Of course, of course. Wonderful. Well, thank I, you again. Say goodbye, everyone. And each student tries to do their own little spell, but they kind of go. No, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> a little more, a little more swish and flick for you. Uh, what else would you guys like to do in some of your time off? Anything else? Um, Ericus just wants to talk to kind of the group. Um, I know she's not here presently, but I want um, uh, Fiona to have had heard this knowledge a little bit. But yeah, just kind of in our collective dormitory area or whatever um i would just like to get a, a foundation of all the information we've gone over we've been separated we've been attacked and we've been well separated again i think it's time for a little, a little information sharing of what we all seem to have we've got pieces of something about these shadow creatures i still suspect there is something going on with verador she may not know it herself even but there is something further there. And then there's more information about this thieves guild. Oh, yes. I have something. And I uh, open up the uh, scroll that I was given by Barris. No one notices it's already been untied. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly burned. <clears throat> uh, you open up the scroll. Inside is a very poorly uh, gotcha. drawn <laughs> uh, map that barely makes any sense at all, but there are some written instructions on the side mm -hmm. that illuminate something that Netty was leaving for himself to be able to get back to. It has five steps on there. Uh, step one reads as follows. 
where the lion sits at the docks, find the way above the water. Where the lion sits at the docks, find the way above the water. That's only you guys that see that, though, right now. Me showing. I thought yeah. you guys were all together. Oh, yeah. No, we we are. Are. Oh, this, yeah. Is, this is me trying to yeah. get everybody yeah. on the same page. Where the lion sits at the docks. Find the way above the water. Step two. Before the entrance to the guild hall basement, N marks the spot. Before the entrance to the guild hall basement, N marks the spot. <clears throat> Step three. Hold on. Gonna make us write this stuff down. You gotta give us time. Put it in the chat if you could after we do this, if you don't mind. Before the entrance to the guild hall basement. Something, 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 and N marks the spot. And marks the spot. Okay. Step three. Go down, but do not go down too far. That's what she that's said. not what she said. <laughs> Mark. Okay. Step four. Don't go for a swim. <laughs> this sounds Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was totally wrong. Uh, bu, 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 bu. Shit. Down below I have to race stuff. That's it. Step just four steps. Sorry. Oh. That was five step. Ah. Last one says. <laughs> last one says profit. <laughs> and then just crude designs and r r basic shapes of circles and lines that don't make any sense whatsoever. Does where the lion sits at the docks make sense? Is there like a lion down by the docks? Is there a yep. statue? I haven't spent a lot of time down there. Mm. We've been to the docks. Uh huh. Yep. Once before. Um. Okay. So I'm sorry, uh, 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 Eric. As you were saying, no, I, no, I apologize. I just wanted to present well, this as I suddenly remembered it. Uh, well, and this is Alistair and Eric kind of mixing information so this is going to be confused yeah so if Aragus doesn't quite know this part yet <laughs> i'm hoping this is the conversation that each of us will divulge things but, yes we'll assume um, the reason i accepted the map in the first place was because of the mention of something beneath the sewers and this could give us another key to getting down there all of these things may not be connected in in its surface but there is something going on in the city, and now this mention of a wizard slayer. Yes, I did not particularly care for that. Creature, yes, but these creatures outside of the city and whatnot may not matter to us yet. But certainly there is something going on, and perhaps going to this uh, thieves' guild would give us more knowledge of what is yet to come. Not just an immediate prize. For a new but friend. a prize would be good. A prize nonetheless, but... The price for a new friend, perhaps, but a bargaining chip for more information he may know. But we are at, at my wit's end, I must say, with all of this information. Um, indeed, I am open to certainly exploring the, these options. Um, <clears throat> we have been sitting here in town for a few days, and while I enjoy going to the Illuminae Academy and enlightening students and teaching. Um, it is not filling the, the full needs of this particular wizard. 
and I enjoy entertaining the townsfolk, but it doesn't uh, seem to lend much information to my ear at this time, so it seems it comes upon myself to do the digging. And I would much rather have bigger hands to dig with. Yes, your hands are rather small. <laughs> my feet are big, but they don't help much in the dig. Uh, still, you can make more money that way, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we'll resort to that if we have to. Mark it. Thank you. <laughs> they help me feel impressive. <laughs> um, yes. So what are you trying to get to? Well, I, I figure we could start with this map, see where it goes, and hopefully we'll get more answers about the Underdark, whatever we may call it. But we've been to the sewers. We know there's trouble down there. If there's trouble even further... We must find a way down there. Kobolds are gonna kobold. Not gonna find too much of the problems. I fear. I don't it's think they're gonna come out of the sewers by any time soon. Well, what of the things that scare the kobolds? And um, well, I do not believe this will go to the sewers based on the instructions to this map. Um, not for this treasure, but. So do we follow the treasure or go to the sewer? Well, I'm saying we have this map to this, this treasure. I'm not certain where it goes exactly, but if there are clues for something else along the way, or clues within the treasure itself, that would be helpful. I, I, I simply say that we're at a dead end with much information and a lot of trouble at our hands and not much to go on. Indeed. We start somewhere. I am all for solving the riddle of of this uh, four-step program, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth was like, whatever you do, don't forget! <laughs> and cut off. Um, I would be more, I would, uh, perhaps we should go to the dock and see if we can find this lion and follow these four steps. Yeah, I think that would be to success. a real fun idea. To back to your thought, Aragus, of where things are going, I'm trying to remember everything I've told you and the things I haven't. I, I want to let you know that I spoke to my old friend Twelve back in Azimir when I was there, and one of the things that he mentioned was that there is a great danger coming. He didn't say it was coming from below as so much as it was, it was coming from another place, and there's eyes on us watching us. But if we want to gain more information when we're ready we need to look for the star seer and whoever the star seer is they'll be able to help us out because danger is apparently coming soon what is this about the star seer there cool uh, the the star seer that's that was the name he gave me who who gave you sir 12 who is 12 Tw oh man valmir i was just saying this Twelve Sorry, is the I was thinking about salami. I, I apologize. <laughs> Twelve is, uh, he's come up to me a couple of times. He found me here in Amitra at a bar once, but he was also over in Azimir. Anyway, so from. the star seer, they, uh, what about the star seer? He was saying that when we want to learn more information about the great danger that's coming, because we're intertwined with it, that we need to seek out information from the star seer. Hmm. Well, that seems like another 
lead we can pursue as well. Perhaps we should have known about this two weeks ago, but that is okay. (laughs) There's priorities. And also, Caven and Vessel, you guys are here. You can interact any way you want. Caven's just listening right now because he probably feels like he's going to have to be a part of this big plan, but he also is knowing that he also needs to protect his his uh salami. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, in a sheet. No, it's it's covered. Um he needs to protect his his soup kitchen. So he's trying to think of a way to uh get a guard to protect that while he's away uh, on this new venture that is being Was that an plotted. ongoing project before us? Or is that a new thing? That's We're a new it. thing. Oh, okay. That's the 200 gold oh, that's donation. Right. Sorry. Yeah. 200 gold couldn't get them a guard? Well, I got, they got them you, I guess. <laughs> uh, also a grand idea. I don't know if actually you volunteered that idea, but... Uh, he was just kind of pondering it, yeah. but... but it, when it gets to that point, yeah, it'd definitely be something that he expresses because that needs Dude. to happen before he feels like he can go anywhere. Based on the salami encounter earlier, <laughs> I would agree completely that... What salami uh, encounter? What happened? You missed lunch. Something I, about a goatness. I don't know. Um, I was accosted by hard meat. You were accosted? By, by hard meat. In meat. the caven's shop? Did you need me to get a guy? No, I I took care of him. Do you know where he's from? No. Do you need me to know where he's from? I know. You can't have those things coming back. There was somebody they called the goat. I know the goat. You know the goat. Everybody know. Yes, I know the goat. Give me a second. Cole leaves. Okay. Oh wow. my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is this the goat? <laughs> Is this the goat? It's literally a goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cole stomps over and literally stomps the whole way to the rotten duck. Okay. And and goes to find my good friend Shims. All right. Did you... we kill him? <laughs> you did not. <laughs> Did not kill him. Uh, all right, you are at the, um, the rotten duh. There it is. Uh, with Chims, this is the dive of a tavern that had the battled sawdust pit down below, uh, where you uh, definitely messed up some dudes. Chims is a very disgusting fat fellow who is. Uh, sitting on a oversized stool behind his counter and he is eating strawberries and cream in still the most disgusting <laughs> way you can possibly imagine dipping dirty gritty fingers into pure white cream and then licking it off and then just sucking loudly on a strawberry without ever actually eating it because he just wants to get the cream it's off just of the it. vessel for the cream yes and he sees you, and as soon as you walk in, splat, a strawberry drops into the cream dramatically. Gems! What are you doing here? I'm looking for the goat. The goat? Why? Because he messed with my brother. And he needs to be taught a lesson in manners. He leans back and says, What's in it for me? 
if you give me the goats, I'll give you two fights in the next month. It's a deal. I'll I'll get you I'll get you the goat tomorrow night. Come here. All right. Don't mess with me, Chimps. Wouldn't dream of it. I got a lot of connections now. If he's not here, I'm gonna shut this down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stands really tall. Tries a menace. He dips his fingers into the cream. Wants some and holds them out to you. Oops. Gross. Close the, <laughs> close the deal. Yes. <laughs> we call it creaming the deal. <laughs> I'm gonna write that one I down. suck on this end. <laughs> Ark. Ark. Where's Mark? <laughs> I did not do it this time. <laughs> Tongue between the two fingers, if you mean. <laughs> I don't know why this is getting more comfortable. This episode is being titled Mark. (laughs) (laughs) It is. (laughs) Uh, And Cole heads back out. God, don't make that the episode title. Uh, (laughs) Screaming the deal. Screaming the deal. I don't know if if iTunes will allow that. (laughs) (laughs) He just comes back. He's just, why is all the cream on your face? What is that? <laughs> I made a deal. <laughs> Why did I make this deal? <laughs> I need to take a shower. <laughs> oh dear! Only two months to go. Only two months to go. You do it. Um, so uh, that time happens. Also, after a little bit more time goes by, there is a knock upon the door. This is at the welcome hall where you have rooms. So you're not you're no longer at the dormitories, from my understanding. You're at the welcome hall. There's a knock upon the door to the room, and a messenger from the Church of Soline, another uh, adept, drops off a message for the guardian of Soline, Caven, and says, "It's a message for you." Thank you. Please give my regards to the priest. He puts his open palm away and walks down. And <laughs> <laughs> it's not non for profit. Blessings don't pay utility bills. <laughs> uh, you get a message, and the message is a very short and simple one, written on a very fine looking parchment in very flowery prose that reads Is Caven back? I mean, is, is Cole back? No, not yet. It's part of his, his self-esteem building. Caven uh, back? Caven doesn't read the message. Okay, right he holds on to it tightly. All right. Yeah. Wow. What does the message say, good friend? <laughs> we have we have other things to discuss right now. I will save this for later. You are of many minds, but do we have a direction to go? Notwithstanding the letter just received. I would say we see what's in the letter first. <laughs> Arius is just sitting there smiling. <laughs> All right. Just waiting. Let's go to the docks. Cole Cole's back. back in. Cole arrives. <laughs> He's back. Of course he is. You see him look a little oh, guilty, gosh. wipes some cream off of his lip. Caven <laughs> uh, walks over to Cole and says, my brother, we have received a message from the church. No. Oh. Can I see it, please? Yes. 
and hands him to the, the scroll. It's a numbered, coded message. One one zero one zero zero one one. We both can't read it. <laughs> the ultimate weakness. Uh, it is a message, and it's very flowery, very nice, high quality um, writing and parchment, and it reads. Um, Guardian of Soline. Guardian your, of Soline. Your presence. Your presence is, is specifically. Specifically. You know that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pushing it now. Something Re- acquiescence is requested. <laughs> requested at the Copper House Guild Hall by Guildmaster Voldren Matan. Ah. In regards to issues of the church. And he was the one that gave the 200 that has established the soup kitchen. Yes. And the 20 gold to you personally. Okay. So... Cole, I'm assuming you tell us that tomorrow night you are, uh, <coughs> I don't know what you tell us about what happened. At the yeah, <laughs> no, you, don't worry about it. Okay. I'm going to deal with goat. <clears throat> but this one uh, it says that your presence is required, but it doesn't say right now. So how about we go on a little adventure? And then we take care of the business when we get back. Huh? Huh? Vesta, you want to play King's Dice? I don't recall that game. Yeah, let's do it then. <laughs> I have 50 gold. I have 50 gold. <laughs> um... Come on, I'll play. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you don't tease the man with a dice game. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> I didn't think this was going to stare at it. Uh, Come on yeah. now. No. Come on now. <laughs> three silver. Three silver. Who's in? Does Vessel look like a bitch? My <laughs> <laughs> square cubes are feeling hot. Is this no limit or pot limit, King's Dice? I just want to be aware. Cole's trying to gamble. Everyone else is trying to figure out what they want to do. Um... Yeah, that's probably a sound. That that's fine with Caven to delay meeting with with Mr. Matan. We are going to the dock then. Indeed. Okay. It does seem so. I win. Oh dang! <laughs> you get three silver. But next time we'll try it for six silver. And I'll use five dice. I got bardic inspiration on this one. Yes, well, yeah. You should definitely take him on for the gold at some point. <laughs> I like this game. Just a private match between the two of you. You guys are heading to the docks now? Yes. I All believe so. All right. You guys make your way to the docks. The docks are on this large lake that the uh, city of Almithra borders with the giant river that goes north-south through the kingdom, uh, passes by lots of barges. There is a uh, rock outcropping island in the middle of this lake that has just a bit of ruins of a tower um, 
remaining on it. Anything of note we should? No, okay. not at all. Uh, you guys are out on the docks. Uh, it smells of the ocean and seaweed and fish. Uh, there are a bunch of barges, a couple uh, not so large, but uh, low draft uh, sailing ships are docked there as well. There uh, are dock workers that are unloading big crates. They've got uh, wooden cranes with pulleys and ropes that are moving bundles of uh, crates wrapped up in netting uh, into wagons. Uh, so there's definitely some a lot of economic stuff going on. And, so it's uh, a midday kind of activity? Definitely midday. It's okay. a wide dock. Lots of uh, stone buildings that border the right up to the side. Long piers that extend out. So it's it's hustling and bustling. You That's what you see. What do you guys want to do? So, looking for a lion. Yeah, we're looking for where the lion sits. Nonchalantly. <laughs> Not going to be like peering into things or asking around, but trying to see. Excuse me, sir. Do you know where the lion sits? No. Um, yeah, so just kind of strolling around the docks to see if there, you know, some metaphorical lion, if there's a statue of somebody I have a feeling called it's some, the lion. Yeah, I have a feeling it's some A boat. A dock named the lion, or a boat sea named lions the lion. Anywhere, perhaps. <laughs> a pod of sea lions. All right. Um, you guys start to look about. Why don't I get some perception rolls from every single one of you? Maybe a large cat folk somewhere. Mm. I'll roll this one. Perception. Ooh. Perception? Perception. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, wait, nope, nope. None of that matters. Okay. Thank you, 21. Advantage for some reason. D&D uh, &D has an investigate skill. Right? Yes. Yes. That's what I never use. Let's do that. No, okay. I like perception better. <laughs> Can I... I've never used investigate. So perception is almost entirely passive. In yes. 22. Ooh. 18 minus Not... 1 is 17. <laughs> so we have a 22. We have a 17 as a second. 10. And nothing better than that. Nah. All right. Vessel's a hindrance. With a 17, Caven, you run into a bustling crowd of people that are very excited and talking about some exciting news. I, I bend down slightly to hear what's going on. <laughs> Lean over the mass of the <laughs> casting a heavy what shadow. What are you little people saying? Uh, and you hear, oh my God, did you hear? No, I'm like, wait, I'm the North Gate. And at that same moment, farther away, uh, Valamir, you uh, are, you, you said you were searching for anything that relating to lion, whether that be metaphorical or literal. You find about a dozen statues that go uh, uh, up and down the whole wharf area, mm -hmm. and they are uh, right on the edge of the water, maybe six feet above the water, some next to piers, some ne some not, or next to docks, some not. Uh, and they are all of various sea creatures. Uh, what kind of sea creature would you like to focus on? Lion. The sea lion type. All right. You see there is a sea lion sculpture in particular. You thought it real for a brief moment. Reel in your spell and approach the statue, and you see it is a statue with all sorts of seagull bird crap on it of a sea lion just laying there that was carved into the stone dock. And Valamir just repeats it to himself, well, where the lion sits at the docks, find the way above the water. And... 
Is there a bridge? Is there a dock? Is there something? There's a, there's a warehouse that it's right next to. So it's a warehouse. Then there is a uh, pier that sticks out. And right in between the wooden pier and the stone uh, wharf and warehouse is the sea lion. Yeah. So I seem to have a direction to go, then. You're standing right next to the sea lion. Gotcha. Um, and the warehouse goes, like, out on the water? It's nope. like Just flush up against find the way above the water looking up is there any bridges uh, there's no bridges just yeah there's just the pier no bridges there's this warehouse it has multiple uh two floors to it um it's the only thing that's up above your eye line kind of walking around the warehouse looking for an n now okay yeah you're looking around for an n uh while staying cognizant of like anybody who may be you know watching Valamir. Valamir is currently incognito, so he's not wearing his hat. Okay. Caven, amongst the crowd, you hear, yes, yes, they found the uh, the wizard slayer. They captured him, and they're dragging him through the city now. And oh, my God, really? Where? How did they capture They They, uh, they cast uh, multiple wizards, had to hunt him down, and they still weren't able to kill him. They were able to entrap him in some sort of cube of power, and they bring him in on it, and they're parading him through the whole city right now. Oh, my God, we got to go. And they're all excited and uh, racing off. Other people are whispering, hey, did you hear? And trying to get everyone's attention about this great slayer. Interesting. Okay. And if Valamir hears that, he's going to try to collect his people and go see this wizard slayer oh okay he's very intrigued by that all right uh caven maybe pulls you off to the side you see him looking confused and you walk over to him as people are running past him what's the commotion here why is everybody running from you is are you trying to tell them children's stories again they said they found the wizard slayer oh my goodness he's encased in a cube (laughs) of magic being (laughs) taken through the town that's something I should like to see. By the north gate, perhaps. Let us gather our friends and go, if we may. Did you find anything? I did. A potential clue. But first... <laughs> <laughs> first, rabbits. <laughs> the wizard slayer. All right. I don't... Okay. Uh, Valamir will find his friends and go try to... That's going to take some convincing, my friend. Aragus is looking for this. All right, Aragus is not going to go. Intrigue. He's going to continue. Lions. Looking uh, for lions. I do have, I have started, I do where the lion is. Just please, uh, I think it would be good if we all came to see this wizard slayer. To what end? To keep the party together. <laughs> We're together now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go see the wizard slayer. Because I feel I have a vested interest in that, uh, being a wizard at all. And not wanting to get slain. But he's been caught. So you're fine. He can't slay any more wizards. slayers have a way of getting about things, and I would like to see this man before anything else happens. Or before he escapes, or just also just to see him. So I know what a wizard slayer looks like. I am, because he slays people like me. How, How about I will go with Valamir. On our way back, we will stop and see Mr. Matan. See what you can find from the clues. The sea lion is over there, and the warehouse, there's probably an end that way. I'll be back. All right. He points you in that direction. (laughs) For some reason, that torques off Aragus. Yeah. All right. Aragus is just following the clues as best he can. Okay. 
<laughs> a vessel? Where are you doing? Uh, is is uh, wandering up and down. He's aware that there is a, something lion related, but he hasn't been uh, right, staying at the dock. up there, but yeah. Cole is also helping with the search. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys uh, are searching for what Valamir has said. If you find the sea lion statue, just as described, what are you looking for in particular? Uh, all right. So if I recall what he was saying, where the sea lion sits, find the way above the water. So I'm kind of want to go down to the water area to see if there's like a cave entrance a door a trap hatch something that would let me into a spot underneath the sea line you would have to get wet to do that it is deep right there for ships to get in yeah don't go first one hold this and i hand daphne over to aragus okay <laughs> uh aragus kind of takes it and puts it in one of those giant um ship like chained uh mounted to the ground loops for the rope you know okay. sticks it in there <laughs> you hold on to it <laughs> give you an extra two, couple feet you know to go down if you hang on to it Fair unless enough. it's eight feet deep you're not standing up so i mean I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm at least 11 feet tall i don't remember oh that's true you're knows. you're pretty dark it, yeah is the what is the water level eight feet or more no or it's less? fine yeah, okay. I, 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 I jump in okay you I'll watch it. I'll you jump in with a big <laughs> splash as you come to. Uh, do you know how to swim? Sure. All right. Probably. Come. Reading and swimming. Let me see. How often do I jump into water to swim? Not often. In the Iron Hills. Yeah. yeah. Not, not nothing up in the, uh... <laughs> the the cool mountain lakes. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah. Hot springs. Uh, you s bob your big head up out. You get some looks from uh, a boat that's docked maybe 50 feet away. Some of the sailors look at you and just shake their heads. You see not too far to the right of the sea lion statue, just a couple inches into the water is a metal grill. Aha. Aha. There's a grate down here. I'm going to go take a look at it. A great what? <laughs> it's it's so great. Ergus just leaves. Sounds great. <laughs> and uh, Cole will go to it. All right. Okay. You go to it. Uh, it is a metal grate that is uh, rusted uh, over in several places, and it is attached. You see there is a hinge to it, but you don't see a means to open it. Uh, is it locked to anything? So it's just got a rusty hinge. Just you, It looks like it's permanently attached. You just happen to see two hinges on the right side. Um, and pulling doesn't do anything. But what if I really pull? You can try that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try really pulling. I'm going to brace my feet against the wall oh. and then pull with the arms the other side. So leveraging lower back muscles and traps. Okay. Uh, do so. Make an muscle. athletics roll with advantage, please. Right, a Goliath pull. Uh, 17. With a 17, there is a loud creak and a metallic 
hopping sound and you splash back into the water and the grate swings open on its hinges and grinds to a stop with a uh, little channel of five, four and a half feet tall um, that goes into the uh, wharf itself. That so wasn't it, your back, was it? Is, is it half underwater? No, or just a couple inches. A couple inches, all right. Uh, it opened all by itself. Come on down. Meanwhile, while this is happening, we have our paladin and wizard Valamir uh, have made their way through the city while you guys are getting yourselves into trouble beneath the water. You guys have joined a crowd. You cannot even get quite to the north gate. And instead, you're on a long street that makes its way through the city as close as you can. And there is a huge line of people. Hundreds and hundreds of people are lined up. Valmir's using illusion and prestidigitation to, like, weave through the crowd as, as well as he can. Okay. Um, I mean, whatever. It sounds so like, you know, like people are all bundled together or whatever. And then right. so, you know, there's a sound. People turn away just as he's coming through. And just, right. you know, he's just leading his way through the crowd through with Hot little... Hot What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh to Matt's in here. <laughs> then there is a procession and some horns. Do, 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 do. Go off, and there are official horses coming through of uh, some Calavier knights. Uh, two of them, they look like uh, they've been uh, through a bit of a battle uh, some time ago, and uh, they ride through as proud um, uh, protectors of the kingdom. Behind them is a wagon that has some supplies, and there's some official looking. Uh, uh, city guard that have joined them and are helping them through and there's this mini parade of about six or seven different groups of horses or wagons it is the middle wagon that catches your attention most from the distance it is a wider than normal wagon and it has four posts on each corner the posts are metal and there is a, a thin faint blue field of a cube that goes around all sides uh, inside, you can just make out through the crowd, craning your head, there is a figure who is suspended, his arms over his head, floating, uh, kind of angled uh, inside this cube. It is a person who um, has like a torn robe, but his arms are exposed and looks like uh, is a uh, human who has also been through hell as well. Um, and people are like, oh my God, they caught him. Oh yeah, I heard he killed several. Uh, you hear more rumors being, I've heard that he's uh, uh, been convicted of killing five, five wizards. And uh, people are, oh, can he, can he kill us? And they're all nervous and excited uh, as the procession comes through. Um, Kaven is probably admiring these knights as they go by, uh, whereas Valamir is more interested in this uh, wagon as he approaches. Yeah, very much eyes only for, for the wizard hunter. And um, before that is uh, the leader of this entourage that uh, dealt with this capture. And yes, we have captured the Slayer. The kingdom of Calivier is safe once again. Let it be known that the Calivier will not deal with destruction and violence uh, in any form, no matter who it is against. We will stand up, and this criminal, Valamir Grayspell, will be sent to his punishment and death. 
<laughs> crowds cheering as they go down. Yes, he repeats it. Let it be known again. Da 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 da. And Valamir Grayspell will that, that be That is sent. incorrect indeed. That is right. <laughs> Hold up. The wagon procession goes that, by. Valamir. That is not me. Valamir. <laughs> Kaven is trying to calm Valamir. Um, did, 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 <laughs> I found him. <laughs> he picks him up by his head. Did Valamir get a good look at? No, right now you're seeing it. The wagon now goes by. You're looking around you at the same time, making sure what the hell's going on. And before you, you see the man. It is a familiar face hanging in there. Is an older fellow who is known as Valamir Almarin Grayspell the Second. Oh what? shit. Oh. That's, it's my dad. <laughs> and we will take our break there, and we will be right back. Well, now. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching tonight. Uh, we just ended on a really good cliffhanger, and we're going to call it a night for tonight. So for those of you who are still with us, thank you for hanging on. Have a wonderful evening, and we will see you all next time. Take care.